Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk. The Tuesday, cold Tuesday edition in the borough. Lots of things going on. Basketball, football, you name it. And Larry Woody, longtime sports writer, Author and columnist going to weigh in with us today. Larry, how are you? Money doing well. Hunkered down out of the cold like everybody else. Now, you, you have you a deer to cook for Thanksgiving? I, I've got a couple of couple of babies that I've harvested, so I should be able to survive the winter. Well, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, let's see here. Let's get. Let's start with the Titans. Um, you know, obviously losing Derrick Henry's a blow, but I think. You know, they they were weathering that storm a little bit, but I think you got to a point, and I'm not one to make excuses, but, I mean, it was pretty obvious. I would say most Titans fans probably didn't even know some of the receivers they were using, particularly, you know, after A.J. Brown went out. Then Marcus Johnson had such a great game the week before. He tears his knee. Then Rodgers has the hamstring injury. Julio Jones is out. And it was obviously obvious that um, Tannehill and those receivers were not on the same page because that wasn't his kind of game. No, I, I, I tend to agree, Monty. Although, you know, if they survived the loss of Derrick Henry and went out and played two of their better games of the year, uh, it seemed like they, they ought to have been able to make further adjustments. But you're right, they're, they're, they're depleted, particularly the receiver core. But man, it was just a it, it was just a bad all around round game. I'm not I'm not sure that the loss of the receivers, you know, was a deciding factor. I think the Titans just had a terrible day, and I think, frankly, I think they overlooked the Texans like like everybody else did. You know, yeah. here's the worst team in the NFL coming in to play on the on the home turf of maybe the best team in the NFL, and. Uh, I, I think the Titans were kind of kind of looking ahead to 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 this week's game. Then we I don't know, but it just seemed like you know if if the flop had come three weeks ago after after Henry went out, you could have said, well, you know that that's understandable. You can't lose the best player in the NFL and and not have a have a, a hitch in your get along. But but they overcame that and then and one two like I say just played two of the better games and then just completely fall on their on their faces against the worst team in, in football. Having said that, Monty, there's part of me that was glad to see the Texans win, not not the team, but the coach, David Culley, who's in his, you know, a rookie NFL coach, as, as you and most of your listeners know, is from Sparta, and he's one of my all-time favorite players, Monty. I was covering the preps for the Tennessee and when David played for Sparta High School, White County High School, and uh, everybody here knows him. Monty, including Boots Donnelly, who's kind of a mentor for David Kelly. He, he's one of the classiest people in sports, one of the classiest I've ever known from high school through college at Vanderbilt. And, on, of course, I hadn't kept up with him through the pros, but Boots Donnelly has. In fact, uh, Boots was one of the first people that, that David called when he got the, the Titans job, the, the, uh, the Texas job, the Texans job. And he, he's just a super, super guy. And, uh, and part of me, Monty, I kind of <clears throat> hated to see the Titans go down crash and burn like that but there's part of me that was on the other hand i was glad to see david cully win one yeah and you know he's of course he's been at golly all kinds of stops just in the state of tennessee coaching in college and you know another thing about that game too 
you know their offensive line wasn't very good they've got a couple guys out as well you know they've had probably more in- i know that they've played more players than anybody in the nfl and they're only two shy of the the they were only two shy of the nfl record for the most players to have played uh, in a, in a season and you know they've got what eight games left so but i'm like you you know um and, and you know the thing about it is to tell you really the, the the position that cully's in how bad his roster is through all that mess that horrible play it's 19 to 13 and they've got the ball with all kinds of time left in the third in the fourth quarter, and still couldn't get right, it done. That's what I mean, Monty. The, the Titans really had to work hard to to lose that game. The Texans are a terrible team, the worst team I've seen this year. And again, I'm, like I said, I'm I'm a, I'm a big David Cully fan, and I'm glad we had to see him get some success. That's just his second win, but uh, man, they're they're a, they're a bad football team, and that, that, that's what makes it so grating for Titans fans. That, that arguably the best team in the NFL couldn't beat the worst team in the NFL on its home field and, and regardless of you know missing players and the sun in their eyes and the wind blowing in the wrong direction all kinds of that stuff the Titans should not have lost that game by any any stretch of the imagination no under any circumstance really and well you know though I mean it shouldn't be shocking it's the second time they've lost to the worst team you know the Jets beat them when they they were a goose egg and you know now uh, you know, um, uh, Houston with only one win. And, you know, I, I was like, you know, I hope they don't come out flat and overlook them. And I'd be dang, that's exactly what they did. And because, you know, I was like, they really need to win this one because I had kind of set myself up for them losing this week at New England because New England's bringing it right now. They, they are playing good, really good football. And this is not the time of the year to have to go up there with as well as they're playing no that that's a hard hard bounce back game to 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 recover from a from a hangover from but you're right buddy going back to to last sunday i think the titans overlooked them the coaches the players i think the fans and the sports writers uh overlooked them completely and i think they came out and the, the the texans landed a couple of quick punches and the titans panicked i think everybody starting with Tanny Hill on down to, to the to Vrabel panicked and they thought, Oh my goodness, we're in a hole, we gotta catch up and I, I think they started pressing and uh and they they just got got away from their game and just I think panic just set in as the game went on. They think, Man, we're we're losing a game we couldn't possibly lose I think that's what happened. But the good news is they're still got a good lead in the division. They're still one of the top teams in the AFC and so they can they can overcome it. But it was a it was a, a, a stunning blow, and again, Monty, you're exactly right. What a, what a place to go to to have to try to to collect your wits and and, and get on with business, at New England this time of year. I mean, it's it, it's a tough place any time, but man, to, to go up there against and and they're playing some of the better football right now. So that's a a, play, a tough place to go for for recovery mode. Well, I tell you what, too. Uh, they've got a two-game lead over the Colts. That's essentially a three-game lead because they beat them twice. But I'm telling you, the Colts, they went to Buffalo and just embarrassed the Bills. And the Colts are, you know, they're one of the better – they're one of the hottest teams themselves uh, right now. So that was, that was such a pivotal game because, you know, you win that one, you got a three-game lead and essentially a four. Now it's down to two and essentially – the three and there's still a lot of football to be played. Yeah, there is, but I, but you're again, Monty, you're exactly right. The way to look at it is don't look in the standings. They don't have a two game lead where it counts. They've got a three game lead because they got the tiebreaker wrapped up. So no matter how 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 good the Colts play, and you're out there, they're playing their best football right now. But I'm I'm not sure they can can overcome a, a three game deficit, and that's what they've got in terms of the of the division. You know, they're they're, they're three games behind the Colts. So uh, I'm afraid it's going to be too little, too late. I think for the Bills, and again, you know, for the for the Titans, thank goodness they built that big lead up, that big uh, cushion up with what seven game winning streak. And so I remember my buddy Darrell Walter, the race driver, Monty. Somebody asked him about having a big points lead in the in the NASCAR standings, and Darrell said that's why you build a big points lead. He said you're putting points in the bank, and that way you can withdraw them when you need them. 
and that's like the Titans. They goodness, they they piled up those wins, and uh, in in the win back. And now when they need need to start withdrawing them, they they at least they've got something to to fall back on. But uh, but it was a a long ugly day and a long and ugly weather at the Sunday at, uh, in, in Titansville. Well, that uh, it definitely was. But you know, it's the NFL. You know, uh, you think you. You got somebody figured out, and you know, uh, any any of them are subject to go lay an egg on a given Sunday. Yeah, on any given Sunday, you're right, Mike. I was thinking about that as I watched the game wind down, and these are professional football players. They're paid millions of dollars to go out and perform. They work hard. They practice hard. You know, they they put the same amount of time and effort. And in, into in getting ready to play a game as 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 the rest of the teams, they just don't have the if t- the Titans are kind of I mean the, the Texans are kind of like Vandy, they just don't have the talent. But they work hard, they try hard, and they're they're professional players, so they're they're, they're dangerous. They come into a, a an environment like like they did last Sunday, and nobody in the world expects them to win except maybe David Cully, and probably deep in his heart, he didn't expect them to win. But that's what makes them dangerous, you know. When a cornered football team is a dangerous football team, and the, and they they came out and and a bit the Titans Sunday. But you're right; there's no such thing, and particularly in the NFL, as a as a sure thing. You're listening to All Sports Talk. We're joined today by Larry Woody, longtime sports writer, author, and columnist. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. It's Men's Health Month, so be sure to get all your levels tested with a comprehensive annual health assessment at Low T Center, where they exclusively specialize in men's health and wellness. Low T Center now offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for only $155 a month self-pay, or it's covered by most health insurance, and they ship directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com right now to book your appointment. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hi, this is Bob Cornell, pastor of Covenant Church right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. The answer that you've been looking for is found in Jesus and what he accomplished at the cross. You see, Jesus changes lives from the inside out. We would love for you to join us at Covenant Church located at 1124 Brinkley Ave right here in Murfreesboro. We have services Sunday morning at 1030 a.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. You can learn more about us at our Cornell Ministries YouTube channel. We want you to grow in Christ at Covenant Church. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Larry Woody joined us today. Larry, uh, the silly season of football has uh, already begun in that uh, the coaching <laughs> The coaching carousel is spinning like crazy. Um, Dan Mullen, what a bizarre situation at uh, Florida. Tennessee's got to be thinking, wow, I wish we could play them now because they have just 
my buddy Preston O'Neill, who coached under Boots and uh, coached at UT for a year, uh, was telling me, he goes, they got a bad locker room. And he goes, you know, when you have a bad locker room, it doesn't matter how much talent. And it's just Mullen, I don't know what happened. You know, he, he you know, maybe he was always a jerk, but I think maybe the pressure got to him. Maybe sometimes the grass is greener on the other side when he was at Mississippi State, winning eight or nine games a year was fine. Uh, they don't cut it at Florida. No, uh, there's no no margin of error. It's, it's one of those "what have you done for me lately" situations, and it's a it's a high profile program. And and like LSU, they, the fans and the boosters and the people who support the program expect results. And Florida is is clearly the flop of the of the season. No matter what happens now, they're from, based on where they where they started and the expectations and now where they're going to finish there there there's no no team lower than florida on the on the misery index you index you got to remember monty florida almost beat alabama probably should have beat alabama if they could kick an extra point so here's a team that goes from probably or should have beat alabama to to where they are now i'm not sure they could beat franklin road academy right now and uh, it wasn't just the losing, Monty, but how they lost. I mean, they just it, it looked like they just quit, and that's what did Mullen in. If they'd been, if they they could have weathered some of those losses if they had been competitive, but to go out and and lose to, to bad teams, mediocre teams, and just just, just get embarrassed. That, that's what happened to Mullins. Uh, 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 Mullins, he was embarrassed out of a job. Uh, it wasn't just the losing; it's how they lost. And again, that's you, you get a coach gets in those high-profile jobs. But we saw it with at LSU with Orgeron, you know, goes from a national champion to, to unemployed in a blink of an eye. In the same way with Mullins, you know, go from a SEC championship game to, to in the unemployment line in a blink. Uh, but uh, big expectations go with those big salaries. And if you don't perform, uh, you know, there's there's no excuses. People don't want to hear excuses or, or, or sob stories. All they want to see is those those W's on the end of the one loss column, and uh, Mullins didn't 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 do it, and he's he's out. And you know, it it also doesn't help when, like you said, you lose to Missouri, but when you got you got teams like Arkansas on the upswing, South Carolina in your own division blows you out, and you know South Carolina has made monumental improvements as the season goes on, so. While these programs that were down that have these first or second year coaches are moving up, you know you're expect you, you, you know you go to a blue blood school and you you know and I don't like I said I don't know what's happened but drop four in a row uh, you're just not going to survive it and the AD may not survive it. No, he's he's part of the mix, and again, you know he's uh, he's the CEO of the of the program and when they don't perform uh, and particularly don't perform the way Florida did just just a complete flop uh, you know uh, the the coach the head coach coach's head might not be the only one that rolls because there's a lot of accountability on on up the chain of command but it'll be interesting to see what happens also Marty of course mo- most of your listeners know you know the, the speculation is swirling around Kiffin now you know it, there was speculation in that might skip out to LSU, and now there's speculation. No, it might might stop over in Florida. So, or there's also speculation he might stay right where he is, perfectly content with a with a, a really good old Miss football team, and might might have a shot at the Sugar Bowl. So, who who knows? But uh, Kiffin Kiffin Monty, as again, as you being a sports writer, you know he's a he's a a, a writer's dream. He's like Kiffin uh, Lane Kiffin is the Daryl Walter of, of college football. He you talk about a, a fun guy to cover, and I know UT fans are, are gritting their teeth when they hear me say this. But you talk about a fun guy to cover for a, for a, a football writer. Lane Kiffin would be it. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you've always you're always going to have good fodder uh, coming coming from him, and you know that's like you you said, Ole Miss a chance to go to the Sugar Bowl maybe, and uh, but you know they they play Mississippi State. Uh, Thanksgiving night, and uh, that's going to be an interesting, interesting egg bowl. I think Ole Miss is like only a one-point favorite, and um, I think Mike Leach has kind of found his niche in his own way in the SEC. I don't think they're ever going to 
supplant Bama or anything like that. But he's going to go in there and win him eight to nine games probably a year. And um, uh, and that, that that makes those guys happy. I mean, Mississippi. Yeah, Monty, I think that game will be the, the best matchup, the most intriguing matchup of the, you know, through the, through the holidays, through the weekend. The best matchup coming up is uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State. There's some more interesting matchups, you know, Auburn and Alabama, obviously, and UT and Vandy. But, you know, as far as, as just a good, well matched college football game, two, two good teams. I think Mississippi State and Ole Miss is it, and it'll be an entertaining game too because they got such great quarterbacks. I mean, they're it'll be a fun, entertaining game to watch. Yeah, and there are there's some big games out there. You know, you got Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Uh, you've got of course Michigan, Ohio State, and that, that that rivalry speaks for itself. And you know, when I was talking about teams on the uptick in the East Division, I you know I forgot to mention. Tennessee, you know they've they've played solid football really most of the year and have thrown an exciting brand out there and you know you know they got really leveled by the transfer portal but uh, Heupel's come in and done a good job. They play Vandy this week and um, nobody's really said anything good, bad, or indifferent about Vanderbilt this year. It was just like okay, the first year coach he's going to struggle. And let's just let him go struggle and see what happens his second or third year, you know, on down the line. Uh, Monty, I do hear a little grumbling, grumbling around town as the season's gone on. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know, know Clark Lee. My, our buddy Mike Oregon is good friends with him and says he's a super guy. Boots Donnie knows him and says he's a super guy. But like I said, Monty, my, my grandmother was a nice lady, but she couldn't have coached SEC football. So having said that, I, I think it's a, a poorly coached team. Uh, particularly on uh, well, both both sides of the ball. It's, it's just a poorly coached team, a poorly prepared team, and I, I say that with the caveat that they don't have a you know the best talent in the world to work with. But, but what they do have to work with, I don't think they do a very good job with it. So again, you know, a, a rookie coach, a first year head coach, there's a lot on the plate. But I just don't believe they've done a they've done a good job with with what they've got. But uh, it's uh, it's 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 pretty grim out, and I've heard uh, Monty we were talking the other day some of our, our, our breakfast club. There, there's been some some pretty bad football teams at Vanderbilt in the last sixty years that I've that I've watched, and this Monty would be somewhere in the top ten. It uh, maybe maybe in the top five. It's uh, it, it's pretty grim. That speaks volumes. <laughs> it, it, it is grim, like I say. Just just uh, every every facet of the game. Uh, it's just hard to find a, a, a bright spot. And I'm not an, an, anti-Vanderbilt, Monty. As you know, I've, I've said this for, for 50 years or longer since I've covered it and followed them. Uh, no, no team works harder, no players work harder than Vanderbilt because they're so far behind everybody else talent-wise. They, they, they bust their tails out there in practice and they try hard. I, I think the effort's there for the most part. And obviously the coaches, they're, they're trying their best. They don't want to come in here and, and, and fail. They want to succeed and build a, a winning program. But the, the talent level is just not there. And no matter how hard the players work and try, they're just so far behind. And uh, the analogy I'll, I've used before, Marty, is like me fighting Mike Tyson back in his glory days. I, I would work and train and run from 6 o'clock in the morning till dark and, and work out in the weight room and when I got in the ring the fight would last one punch so so it's nothing I, I don't want to disparage Vanderbilt and the, and the, the certainly the players they, like I say they work hard they're just outmatched it would be like like Woody fighting Tyson it wouldn't be a match and I'm afraid that Vandy's in for a long day Saturday against the Falls because you're right they're one of the most improved teams in the conference and, and, and the country frankly and a, a wide open exciting you know high speed offense uh, I, I think it'll be a fun game for, for Vols fans to watch I'm not sure it's going to be much fun for Vandy fans well you know um, with the exception of a couple of games Vandy has done pretty good pulling the spread this year of course there have been some um, massive lines on their game I think it's 31 this week so but uh it, and which brings me this is a topic for another day but i found it interesting um i've been main, main, meaning to bring it up with you you know as anti-gambling 
as you know major league baseball is and for obvious reasons now with the phone apps you can get they're like doing commercials about mgm and FanDuel and all that while the world series is going on you tell me times haven't changed and and I wonder what Pete Rose thinks, Mossy, when he, when he watches those uh, yeah. the, the the major league baseball and cahoots with uh, with gambling, and also the NFL is just stunning, Monty. The, the NFL is a partner with one of those gambling rackets, and I remember when, when I covered the NFL for three years, every NFL locker room would have a big sign posted on it, warning players not that's against the league league rules to have any kind of association with gamblers or gambling. And also, when the rookies would come in during NFL camp, they would have a special person from the league office. Somebody from the league office would come in and, and conduct lectures and seminars for the players, reminding them about how strict the league policies were against gambling. You couldn't you couldn't associate with gambling or gambling in any form. And now the NFL is a partner with the gambling, with one of those gambling outfits. Uh, Monty, this is a scandal just waiting to explode. It's just a, a burning fuse. This thing is going to explode, and it's going to blow the NFL sky high and college football sky high. Remember, they, they shut Kentucky down, suspended Kentucky basketball program under Rupp because players were betting on games, and now they're allowed to bet on games. And the NFL, which once was just, they, they shrank back from gambling like Dracula did from sunlight, and now the NFL is in, cahoot, in cahoots with the gambling rackets. Uh, all it takes is one player to get in the hole and uh, get desperate and to, to dig himself out, to bail himself out, to fix one game, you know, college or pro. And, and like I say, the, the, the gambling scandal will blow both sports right out of the water. It, it's, a, it's the most dangerous thing that I think athletics have, have gotten themselves into in, in my 60 years of covering sports. Didn't Alex Karras back in the day get suspended I don't know if it was yeah, a year for, of it was, for gambling. Yeah, major gambling, gambling scandals just rocked the sport. Like I say, mo- the most famous being out of Rupp's Kentucky basketball program being shut down because five and some some guys on the on the team were gambling on the games. And then, of course, Pete Rose, in my opinion, one of the, one of the greatest baseball players in history who should be in the Hall of Fame, but it's not because he bet on games. And like I say, you could there's a list of stuff like that, that players instance like that, Monty. That, that indicated how how scared uh, the, the NFL and college was of gambling, and now they're they're partners in the gambling racket. Yeah, I found that pretty amusing. All right, Larry, I appreciate you joining us as always, um, and I uh, hope you have a good visit with your family and uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. My, my kids are home from Penn State, so they might tell some James James Franklin stories around the Thanksgiving uh, table, Monty. All right, buddy. Good to talk to you. You have a good one, too. That's Larry Woody joining us today on All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. Heavy traffic continues 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Lots of radar out here in funny places, especially up and down certain sections of 840. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Log on to gatlinburgwinecellar.com. I'm Commander Chubb, you're on time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake up crew, here's what you've been missing. You think we're way out there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss the wake up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. You've seen the ads out there companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. 
Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue and the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. to start the game before finding themselves down by nine points at halftime by a score of 33 to 24. Well, just like they did in the first half, middle started the second half with also a 13 to two run. That took the nine point lead to a, to a nine point deficit at halftime to a lead. And uh, the Blue Raiders then pushed that lead out to uh, as much as nine points late in the second half Ryder did make one run middle midway through the second half and got a one-point lead, but the Blue Raiders immediately answered, took the lead back that they never relinquished. Middle did not shoot free throws well on the ball game. Uh, overall, they were 11 of 21, but they hit them down the stretch. Donovan Sims had just a, a, a tough first half. He would tell you that he did that exactly, but came back with 11 second-half points. Eli Lawrence, 15 points, six rebounds. He was our Bill Ford Tough player of the game. And 13 points and five rebounds for Cameron Weston. The Blue Raiders had to take on a very scrappy Ryder ball club. They will now play for the Mayan Division Championship of this Cancun Challenge. Tip time tomorrow will be two o'clock against either Bucknell or Mercer, that game going on as we speak. But again, the Blue Raiders uh, go to four and one with the victory and uh, we'll play either Bucknell or Mercer for the Mayan Division Championship. All right, speaking of Blue Raider basketball, T. Leonard has been named the Conference USA Freshman of the Week as announced by the league. Leonard put up 11 points, four rebounds, and two blocks in 29 minutes played last week, playing a season-high 21 minutes Friday night at Stephen F. Austin. Leonard equaled his career best with eight points, including a pair of energizing dunks in the second half as the Blue Raiders mounted a comeback attempt. So congratulations to T. Leonard being named Conference USA Freshman of the Week. Women's basketball, Middle Tennessee took its smothering team defense to historic proportions in a convincing 65-47 win against longtime rival Tennessee Tech Monday night in Cookville. The Lady Raiders, who are now 4-0, made history on the defensive end as they held Tennessee Tech to 47 points marking the first time in program history that a Middle Tennessee team has held four straight opponents to less than 50 points. Middle Tennessee entered the game right number 14 nationally for scoring defense, allowing just 47 points per game. The Lady Raiders made, uh, they traveled today down to Daytona Beach, Florida, where they will have games Friday and Saturday against Marquette and Illinois. The Blue Raiders, after playing 
here tomorrow will fly home and then will play at home on Saturday against Bryan College. Blue Raider football on the road this week. Raiders will travel back to the Sunshine State on Florida as they round out the regular season against FAU. Both the Blue Raiders and FAU are five and six. Winner will get a bowl game. Loser will pack it up for the season. All right, that's it for this afternoon. We'll have another update for you coming up very soon. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Switching is easy. You do it all the time. You switch on the lights, you switch on TV channels, and you can switch and save with State Farm. Hello, I'm State Farm Agent Deb Insel, and I can switch you over so you can start saving today. My team and I are ready to welcome you to State Farm Neighborhood. It's easy to switch and save. Just give me a call at 931-684-5274. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All right. Appreciate Larry joining us today. MTSU football. Let's get into the Blue Raiders. Uh, tough weekend. Lose 24 to 17 to Old Dominion. You know, a pretty good ball game. We just kind of got Blue Raiders got a couple scores behind there in the second half. Uh, made a run, and it just didn't happen. 24 17. Give up 24 points. This day and age, you, you got to win. You know, sorry. Um, and of course, ODU denies MTSU bowl eligibility. Blue Raiders can still get there. They go to FAU, a team that looked like it was going to be in the fight for a championship, and now it's uh, dropped about three in a row. Um, Old Dominion, who middle played, they won four straight. So uh, they've kind of turned their program's hopes around. Middle, you know, I just don't know. I, I just don't know where they're at. You know, okay, they're going to be a. Five and seven, six and sixteen, maybe a bowl game. Uh, let's see. There's, you know, obviously San Antonio eleven and zero. UAB and UTEP have seven wins. Nobody else bowl eligible in the West Division, and there's two bowl eligible teams in the East, and that's Western Kentucky and Marshall, and uh, they play this week. So uh, the winner. Um, takes all in the East Division. Um, San Antonio has already wrapped it up. Um, all that came about by San Antonio beating UAB 34-31 last week. Uh, Marshall whipped Charlotte 49-28. UTEP 38, Rice 28, North Texas 49, FIU 7. Boy, they really mailed it in. And Southern Miss got their first conference win. At Louisiana Tech, 
They've been an enigma this year. Uh, 38-19, and FAU just crushed FAU. Uh, Western Kentucky crushed FAU 52-17. This week, uh, UTEP's at UAB. That's the Friday night TV game. MTSU at FAU, 6 o'clock uh, kickoff Saturday. You'll hear it right here on WGNS. La Tech at Rice. San Antonio at North Texas. Charlotte at Old Dominion. FIU at Southern Miss. And Western Kentucky is at Marshall. Uh, the standings in Conference USA. Um, in the East, Western 6-1. Marshall 5-2. Old Dominion 4-3. And, and Charlotte, FIU, and Middle are all... Three and four, and FIU's 0 and 7. San Antonio is 7 and 0. UAB is 5 and 2. UTEP 4 and 3. North Texas 3 and 4. Rice and La Tech are 2 and 5. And Southern Miss is 1 and 6. So the Blue Raiders are 5 and 6. We're really in good position. Um, coming back home, but just couldn't. Um, couldn't get over the hump and win that one. Now they got to go on the road uh, to FAU. And, you know, just because they get bowl eligible doesn't mean they'll go to a bowl. But they'll have a pretty good chance, I would say. Um, anyway, uh, it's been kind of a, just a, I guess, frustrating year. You know, you lose your starting quarterback. He decides he don't want to play. Chase Cunningham plays very well. You start doing some good things. He's hurt. Then you're down to Vadiato and DeLello. And uh, DeLello more of the running quarterback. And Vadiato, after getting uh, his feet wet or dunked, um when he threw the five picks against Western Kentucky. He's come back and played pretty well. But um, middle just too inconsistent. And um, and I don't know. I don't know if there's room to grow there. I don't know if they're maxing out with the talent they have. You know, that's always up for debate. Um I don't really, at this level, I don't get into, to, you know, the stock, you know, well, this guy's, they've got more three stars, and we've got more twos or, or whatever. You know, I think it's sub, recruiting is subjective at the non-power five level. Sure, you're going you're gonna to steal some, but uh, I just don't, uh, I just don't think they're, I just think you look, at least from an eye test, you know, I've watched about every game Middles had, uh, just seemed like the other team just got better talent. And, you know, that's what it takes to win championships. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. Get it later from the paper or get it now from the radio. WGNSRadio.com. Weird News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Heavy traffic continues 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Lots of radar out here in funny places, especially up and down certain sections of 840. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chubb, you're on time traffic. We do it your way. 
Pizza, pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Lady Raider Hoops last night um, took down old rival Tennessee Tech 65 47, and get this. MTSU has held every one of its opponents, all four of its opponents this year, to under 50 points, which is pretty impressive. Um, Last night, uh, freshman Jalen Gregory led the way with 15 points. Alexis Whittington, 14 and 9. Courtney Whitson, 10 and 7. Uh, MTSU now 4-0. Uh, they will play Marquette um, Friday at 11.30 in the uh, Daytona Beach Invitational. They'll also play Illinois the following day, so two good opponents there. Men, Middles men playing, of course, um, Ryder today. Lost over the weekend, 87-74. San Francisco uh, turnover is a big problem. Uh, those got turned into about thirty-something points. They were out rebounded forty to twenty-seven. I know um, Stephen F. Austin had a big guy about two sixty that gave them a whole lot of problems. So, um, you know, we're just kind of finding just a little bit about both teams right now um middles men are better um the um lady raiders um got a really good team chemistry right now uh got a you know got improvements to make but i think they're gonna have a little depth um somebody different it seems like leads them in scoring you know they don't have that one player that necessarily can go get 30 although it could happen on a given night but they're doing a really good job sharing the ball all right high school there's one team left that is of course the number one ranked oakland patriots something's got to give this week oakland um beat uh, 11 and 45 to 20 last week in the quarterfinals and National Christian beat Middle Tennessee Christian in the semifinals, twenty-eight to seven. An MTS win, MTCS win in that game would have put them in the uh, state title game. So, really, a really very very good season for MTCS, especially after starting the season zero and three. This will be the eighth year in a row that Oakland and Maryville. Have played in the semifinals. Maryville has won four. Oakland three. Um, the Patriots have not won. Well, Rutherford County has not won in Maryville. Maryville has not lost 
a home playoff game since November 19, 1999. So that means this millennium they have not lost at home. And they are making their 22nd um, semifinals appearance in a row. Pretty impressive stuff. Um, their all-time record in the playoffs is 132 and 24. That's pretty ridiculous. But um, streaks are made to be broken. Um, I think Oakland's probably got the better team, but that doesn't mean they're going to win up there. That's a pretty special place to play. Uh, the crowd's right up on top of you. And um, it should be a whale of a football game. Um, on the other side, you've got Summit and Hendersonville. I think Summit probably pretty heavily favored in that game. They've kind of just r- ran over everybody in their, in their tracks. Uh, the Mr. Football Finals will be announced tonight. Of course, we've got Alex Mitchell and from Riverdale and uh, Jordan James from Oakland up for that uh, respective award. You know, and it's kind of tough on Jordan James because, he, you know, he, sh- he shares a lot of time. Not only does he share a lot of time, he's essentially, with the exception of a couple games this year, been done by halftime. Well, you can't be a – you can't stat, pad your stats like that. And plus, he's got Antonio Patterson right beside him who's gained almost 1,000 yards himself. So it makes it very difficult for you to have these lofty numbers, you know. I mean, he averages over 100 yards a game. But that game, more time than not, is two and a half quarters at the most. You know, that first game in Mississippi, uh, he played most of, the, most of the game, and certainly the games against um, CPA and Lipscomb Academy, he played um, um, all of the game. So, be interesting to see who uh, those uh, finalists are finalists are when that is announced tonight. All righty, you've been listening to All Sports Talk. Again, appreciate uh, Larry Woody joining us. Uh, we'll, t- um, we'll finish up the week tomorrow with Preston O'Neill. And everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you then. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parts Auction Company. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.